Hey, hey, welcome back to season six of Sip with Joy. I'm so happy to be back. I'm a little raspy today because y'all, I was hollering at the Usher concert. So I am still recovering from seeing Usher and Beyonce in less than seven days. I'm struggling. So, but I am here. I was like, I'm not gonna delay it another week. I wanna show up for the people. So I am here and so glad to be back. So if this is your first time joining, welcome to Sip With Joy, a show about a girl, her wine and her feelings, and I am that girl. I am your host, Joy M. Hutton, a serial entrepreneur and lover of food and wine. And you know what it is. I gotta tell you about the wine of the day and it is a cult du Rhone because I'm still in my Usher in Paris mode. So this is a French wine. It is a combination of Grenache, Syrah, and Movedra. So this is also known as GSM. So if you wanna try it, you know, I'm gonna tell you more about it on the sip of the day. So if you have to, you have to follow Instagram at Sip with Joy to find out by, about the sip of the day. I go into details about the notes and the flavors and what you can pair it with. And uh, yeah, I'm going to take my sip. And hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, y'all here today. Hey, Max. Hey, Jess Lee. Hey, Lizzo, a.k.a. Lydia. <laughs> uh, hey, Rhonda. Hey, Elsie. Thanks, guys. Hey, Robin. All right, so we in the building today. Okay, so the topic today, y'all, <laughs> well, the title of today's episode is called White Men Can't Jump. And you know, there's some white boys out there that can jump. But I, I named it this because I want to talk about interracial relationships in lieu of the split between Jeannie Mae and Jeezy. Because apparently they divorced over cultural differences and family values. So I want to talk about that. Jeannie Mae is Asian, Jeezy is black, they got married, and not, it wasn't a very long time that they dated, they, it was a very short time, and uh, had a baby, and that's all she wrote. Hey, Galactos, um, yeah, the voice is not fully back, Robin, it's, uh, it's Usher fault, blame it on Usher, um, but it's, it's you know, I, I got a little something to work with here, y'all, so uh, I'm trying, okay, we go, we go get it done, we go get it popping. So, when I was in college, I dated a Vietnamese guy. And actually, let me back up a little bit. I went to school in Brunswick, Maine. So, the choices were very limited in Brunswick, Maine, okay? Either it was white or everybody else. And so, I had a crush on an Indian guy. I had a crush on a white guy. But he was... He was he wasn't a good match, y'all. <laughs> he was, he was, yeah. We gonna leave it at that. He wasn't a good match. And so I needed someone with a little more swag. He didn't have enough swag for me. So then I dated a Vietnamese guy in the last year of, of college. And he was actually two years younger than me. Thought I was gonna be married and have a little, okay, train. All right, so have my little Blasian babies and all of that. And, um, you know, I, I was like, ooh, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm in love with this, this Vietnamese guy. How am I going to tell my parents about this and what have you? But actually, my parents didn't mind. 
they were like, hey, if you bring them home, we'll embrace them. As long as you're happy, we're happy. And I think, you know, more parents should be like that with their children. Love, love is love. You know, you love who you love. But I was so scared because I'm like, I, I had, you know, dated black guys and um, or Latin guys. And so um, brought this Vietnamese guy home and you know, some of my family had something to say and I was like, listen, this is this is who I'm with. We we gonna be together forever. So, um, but you know, it's 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 great that my family embraced him because I have all types of people in my family. So they embraced him and we actually had a lot in common because people are like, What? Vietnamese? And back in the day, it was not popular for a black woman to be with an Asian man. You saw Asian men or Asian, you saw black men with Asian women, but you did not see black women with Asian men. So when I brought him home for the first time and we were walking downtown Chicago, um, people were looking at us like we were crazy. And some people were actually even rude. They were like, how did this, how did this Asian man get this black woman? And people were looking at us crazy. And that made him feel insecure. And it caused some tension in our relationship because again, I was older than him and I was leaving college. He was gonna be there for another year or so. And so I was coming back to Chicago and he was like, you're going back to all these men, all these black men, and you know, your exes in, in, in Chicago and all this stuff. So it was a conversation that we needed to have and, and how I could put him at ease about that. But, um, you know, like I said, we had a lot in common, but there were cultural differences. His family lived in the States. Well, his parents lived in the States, but they barely spoke English. So there was a language barrier there when we would go visit his parents. And then I even went to Vietnam <laughs> to see his other family, like cousins and aunts. And that was definitely an experience. And these are conversations that you have to have, like what are the expectations going to be when you are dating someone from a completely different culture. So yeah, we were in Vietnam, it was like 120 degrees. They didn't have air conditioner in the house and his aunt would make all this food every single day. And she would get upset if I didn't eat all my food. And I'm like, I can't, I'm full. <laughs> but that was just, that's just how they prepared meals. And so, there was a lot I had to learn about his culture, but I was willing to learn. And same same with him. But he was like, you know, he, he was a Vietnamese guy with a little swag. He, he grew up in an urban area. So he, he was used to dating black women. So he had a little swag about him. So I really wasn't worried about that. But there still were some things he had to get used to in terms of, like I said, the reactions to us being out in public and what have you and I really didn't care but then when I was in Chicago I actually noticed how people were reacting to us because we lived in a bubble in college so didn't have to worry about it so yeah that that was interesting because um, like I said at the time that was not popular and it's still not something you really see you don't really see black women with Asian men um, so it can be exciting to be with someone of another race and culture because you're learning new things, but it can also be challenging. You know, do you all have similar interests when it comes to food, for example? 
are any compromises being made you know with in terms of culture like okay one day we go out and eat vietnamese or you go and eat what i like so there were a lot of conversations that had to be that had to be had about our different cultures and and it was it was a little tough but <laughs> we we made it work the the challenge for us was when i graduated and he was less in college by himself and he he didn't feel comfortable with me being in chicago by myself uh with all these beautiful black men around um but i know like with jeezy and Jeannie may uh he had mentioned to friends that she wouldn't cook the food that that he liked you know like soul food she didn't want to cook it she was always giving him these traditional vietnamese dishes and he wanted he wanted his food and there were other things there i'm sure you know people are citing like family values and things like that those are things that you definitely have to talk about in the beginning because it was the same with us like how is my family going to react to you and how is your family going to react to me because i don't want to be in an uncomfortable environment if you take me home because i mentioned you know i had the i had a crush on this white guy in college but i knew he couldn't take my black ass home it just wasn't gonna work so it was just a crush from afar and moving on same thing with the indian guy he it, it was very traditional in his family like they like his was an arranged he ended up having an arranged marriage so yeah and over the years i've met guys who are who are uh from other races and yeah it's like how are we gonna work this out so uh the compromise is a huge thing i mean hell dating somebody vegan when you are a meat eater is also an adjustment i know for me listen if someone doesn't drink or someone's vegan that's difficult for me because we got to make a lot of adjustments in terms of meals and all of that but hey i guess if you fall in love with somebody then you know you make you make adjustments you make it work um but there are questions that have to be asked again about how you're going to be accepted in somebody's family because again that can cause stress and tension and you don't want that um and then you also have to understand what biases you have about each other because if, if they have a certain belief about your race and you have a certain belief about theirs and then it comes out in conversation or when you mad and you say you call them a name or say something mean about their culture then you got a problem and i always joke about i always joke with my friends that i have never slept with a white man because if he choked me or asked me to say his name in the bedroom i, I might go off on that man you know and tell him i'm not your slave <laughs> so y'all pray for me you know because these are these are things that i have to that i have to deal with because i am equal opportunity but i have to i gotta work through some things but this is where communication comes into play because you want to create a safe space for one another again about any stereotypes or hang-ups that you have like listen white boy you can't choke me in the bedroom i'm sorry there's just some some things we cannot do um yes robin said those conversations should be had before marriage absolutely absolutely those questions should be had before marriage and that's what i think i think we just 
we get so wrapped up in just loving each other and so caught up in the actual relationship that we forget to ask hard questions. And even outside of the cultural thing, people forget to ask questions about finances. They get to ask questions about certain habits. They, it's a lot of questions that go unanswered. And so you have to address the hard questions before you get married. That can be covered in the engagement phase because engagements can be broken. Marriage, you know, you can get divorced too, but why go through all that when you could have addressed these things beforehand? So, you know, I know even when we, when I was in college and I was dating that guy, we talked about a lot of things culturally because I'm like, so I just need to know, are you going to try to have me move to Vietnam or whatever? Because your family live on the East Coast. I just need to know what's going to happen. You know, what are your expectations? How are you going to raise your children? What are your family values? What are your beliefs? What do you eat? What do you, you know, all these different things. Like we talked about a lot of those things. And like I said, we had a lot of things in common. So yeah, Thinking about what your own biases are and, and stereotypes and hangups, because I got hangups, y'all. Um, but I, I, you know, I haven't worked through those with white men yet, because it's 12 years of slave up in here, and I just need to know why you want to choke me, though. Why you want to say my name? You think I'm your slave? You know, so I, I got to work through these things. I, I really do. Um, so anyway. The other thing is, too, is that you have to stand up for one another when challenged by friends and, and other people. Because I had people that said rude things to me about dating a Vietnamese guy, and I checked them on it. Like, first of all, this is my relationship. You don't have to date this person, and why is it bothering you? So, standing up for that person because I'm not, I'm not going to let someone talk about my partner it's just not gonna happen um and then it's just also so much negativity online about interracial couples in general and you know but i'm thinking like but did you want that person because you look at kim and kanye who did anybody want kanye you know i'm not saying that nobody wanted kanye but i'm just saying kanye is is a very interesting character and the average black woman did not want to be with Kanye. So he went with who's going to accept him. You know, Donald Glover is another example. I could I could go down the line about guys that people are mad about when they find out that they are with women that who are non-black and they get mad. Like why does it matter? You know, if this is who that person loves, you know, let just why does it matter to you? Because if that person approaches you, you probably want to talk to them anyway. Donald Glover was probably awkward in, in college or high school, whatever. And again, the average black woman didn't want him. And so he got with somebody that, that accepted him. And I think it's also challenging to see, I think it's challenging for people to see online, especially when people are pro-black, then they see somebody with, uh, a person of a, another race. I mean, Kamala Harris, she with a white man. You know, um, Serena Williams is with Alexis Ohanian. People dog him out. They say he's corny. He's it. First of all, Alexis is a billionaire and he loves her dirty draws. So if some white man or whoever, a non-black man is going to love my dirty draws, listen, 
you ain't gonna hear no complaints out of me and y'all better not talk about my man that's all i gotta say um let's see max said with jeezy and Jeannie may i did hear that she's trying to make it work but i hope it works out for the better with the both of them Terrell Owens is a perfect example. Some people are mad at his preferences, white women, and he spoke about how black women teased him. Now, you have that with the teasing, and then you also have some black men, or just people, not just black men, but people of certain races who just totally just disregard their own race, period, and they, they go to another race. Like, I've had black men say, oh, I don't date black women. I'm like, but your mama black, your daddy black. Have you looked in the mirror lately? How you just gonna just disregard your entire race? That's what makes me mad. And and make it seem like another race is superior to your own. Um, so, I have an issue with that. But I don't have an issue with people dating someone from another race. You know, people dog Halle Berry. Uh, I mean, we saw what happened with Meghan Markle and Prince Harry. I mean, geez, the, the level of hate that people have for somebody else's relationship is crazy. I'm telling y'all, if I don't end up with a black man, it's going to be somebody of the other persuade, of, of, of another race, okay? So y'all better leave me alone because whoever going to love me I'm a, and I love them, that's all it's going to be. And y'all going to see the back of his head on on, on Instagram. Uh, let's see. Um, Rhonda posted a family, a family she's been following. Yes, I mean, listen, love is love. Matthew McConaughey got him some, a Latin woman, Camila Alves. Chrissy Teigen and John Legend. I mean, like I said, the list can go on. People will find who who loves them, okay? And that's what I'm hoping for. All right, now I'm going to take it to the other extreme, though. I'm going to show y'all something. This has been a couple that's been in the news, uh, in the, well, on the interwebs. Travis Kelsey and Travis, and I can't, it's too many T's. Travis Kelsey and T Taylor Swift are now a couple. The couple, uh, or the picture above is Travis Kelsey and his ex-girlfriend, Kayla Nicole, who's a journalist. Now, I just want y'all to look at the picture and look at the difference between when he was with Kayla and when he is now with Taylor. He has shaved off his beard and he had a little swag when he was Kayla with Kayla. So it's just interesting how people transform themselves when they get with certain people. Like he had all this swagger. Now he looked like Paul Bunyan. I mean, what is going on? No one's knocking him for dating Taylor Swift or whatever. But a lot of people are giving him backlash for how he just dropped Kayla. We don't know what happened. You know, there's another black girl that was with Travis before Kayla that's blasting him, saying he was a cheater and all this stuff. We don't know the details. I don't know the details. But it's just interesting how people transform themselves when they get with people. And even like with, um, what's her name? Chloe, not Chloe, uh, Courtney, how she was with Scott. And now she's with Travis, and now she's just all goth. And I think, you know, your partner wears off on you, but I'm just like, really, Travis, either you either you want the chocolate or not. So now he coming back to the other side. All right. So, um, yeah. But like I said, I'm remaining equal opportunity because I do believe that you love who you love, but you do have to understand one another's culture 
and be willing to learn and don't let anybody let you feel bad about it either i mean we're in an we're in a new age right now and i feel like we are entitled to do what makes us happy regardless of what your family thinks regardless of what your friends think like i said y'all 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 might see me out here with with somebody else if it don't work out with a with a melanin lover okay because that's you know I'm, I'm keeping hope alive y'all um since let's see i'm trying to catch all up on what's happened in my life since the last 30 days besides usher and beyonce um i did get love bomb uh by a guy um you know it's it's just hard out in these streets um i just need people to to just act right so that you know y'all could y'all could have a, a little niece or nephew one of these days and um i can tell you all about my beautiful love story max says as long as the person is happy in their relationship that's all that matters exactly and it shouldn't matter to anybody else but you know you have so many people who have again we're talking about those biases where i've dated people and they're like you know i really like you but i don't think i can bring you home to my family and there are people who have decided to just walk away from their family and be with the person that they love you know you have the story of the is it the lovings you know you, it's so many stories uh historically over the years where interracial couples have gotten together and they're like well if my family doesn't accept you then that's fine but we love each other and we're gonna do what makes us happy uh let's see max said i've been hearing this term love bombing a lot can you give a brief description of what love bombing means max i thought you were an avid watcher because i've talked about love bombing before but i will tell you love bombing is when somebody just goes all in really really too soon you know buying buying gifts and telling you all the things that they want to do for you telling you how they feel about you and how they're going to treat you so differently and from it they're different and all these things and i mean just basically overextending themselves and overexerting themselves when they know they ain't shit and they know they're not going to be committed to the cause so that's basically in a nutshell what it is like people buying gifts you know showing up and doing the most basically like i said but when they know that they're not they're not going to be all in so yeah that's what love bombing is love bombing i i mean it's just been it's just been a lot it's been a lot y'all i'm still holding on to hope though you know um so i hope you guys are keeping hope alive and you know if you're not equal opportunity that's okay you're gonna find love and um so next week, we have a guest. So I'll be back next week. I'm going to rest my voice tonight because you know I could talk to you guys all night. I'm going to rest my voice, drink my tea, and I will see you guys back here next Monday. And um, like, subscribe, comment, share, all that good stuff if you like this episode. And um, I'll see you guys next week. Bye.